Hello everyone and welcome back to Again Again, the podcast where we ask us if when you die you can see any event throughout history and see how it objectively happened, what event would you see first and why? I'm your host, Belle, with me always is your other host, Amanda, and our producer, Tyler. Today is our first Again Again mini-sode. Yes, we're doing a short, quick, light episode for you all today. Uh, just, Just a little snippet to get you through your week. Um, yes, just, just a, a fun, a fun sprinkling of again, again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Our first mini-sode. So with that, we'll waste no time. Bell's going to kick us off with his again, again. You're going to tell an embarrassing story, yeah? Yes. Embarrassing and kind of panicked. Um, I haven't, I don't know if I've ever told you the story and I don't tell it a lot cause it, it's not really, it's a memorable one, but it doesn't really come up too much, but. For a lot of middle school, I had to walk home just schedule-wise, like brothers and stuff going to different schools. So I walked home a lot, and uh, my school was probably like three, see, now I don't want to exaggerate. I think it was like three miles, my middle school from my house. And it's a, uh, real, it's a real boomer answer there. <laughs> like, back in my day, I had to walk to school five miles uphill in the snow. <laughs> three whole miles maybe it's funny i was telling amanda the day i got to ride my bike to school for a little while i convinced my parents but then a kid unfortunately got hit and killed at my school riding his bike so i was no longer allowed to do that but Oof. when i started riding that bike i gave myself as much time as i would give myself when i would walk and it was, I got to school so early, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> it was, was like, so much faster. It was so much faster just going down the hill. But so I, I would walk home, and on the walk home, you know, you hit a lot. You, I would walk by a lot of businesses. I would walk by Ralph's. I'd walk by, if anyone remembers, uh, a Hollywood video. I would walk by a Hollywood video that had a Game Crazy inside. If anybody remembers Ooh, Game that Crazy, was exciting. Game Crazy, at least in my world, was the first business that had the the business model where you got to rent games. So yeah. it was like it was like what you rent video games. It was crazy. Um, so we walk by that. That's a game crazy. It's an auto zone now, and it's so sad. But um, <laughs> sad. yeah, it's no soul. Anyways, um, so we walk by that, and then you go up a big hill. I'm basically just telling people <laughs> you walk by a grocery store, yada yada yada. But eventually, you would walk by a Dairy Queen that was in the parking lot of a gas station, and then there was a Burger King, and then there was like a plaza with a field behind it and the field was fenced off but on the other side of the field was my street but it was kind of a pretty pretty big field so a lot of times we would uh kids would cut through that field because a lot of kids lived over in that community or like in the houses around there so there was just like you know like the corners lifted up on the on the on the fence uh you can picture it and kids like going through mm-hmm. and we would walk through there and you know it was fine sometimes kids would hang out in there and um we we're like too young to like do stuff but you just see kids sitting around talking in a circle <laughs> um but um this one time me and my friend went to dairy queen and this is sixth grade so like i you don't really know what you can get in trouble for but going through that field i was such a like a, a kid who wouldn't do anything that i wasn't told to do and i wouldn't do anything risky i didn't want to get in trouble i was so just terrified of, of all of that like crazy scared to like going through that field that felt like we were doing something we shouldn't do and you shouldn't do it but it's not like anything crazy you're not like breaking into people's houses you're just like crossing a vacant field right you know to get to the other side of the street because it's a shortcut and this one time we were uh we went we stopped by dairy queen to get ice cream and we got ice cream and i didn't go to dairy queen much so that was fun um and then me and my friend who lived in the in the same lot we were like 
crossing that that vacant lot with our ice cream um, and we're crossing, crossing. And then we see a, a car, a cop car pull up and stop on like the the end of the like the fence hole, like where we had come out from. Uh-huh. And like the lights were on and like it stopped there and we like freaked out. God, that's terrifying. We As a child. <laughs> we freaked out. We're like, oh, shit. And uh, we like, again, I don't know how much trouble we would have gotten in. I don't know if he was there for us. I don't know what he was doing there. I don't think I didn't live in this like uh, Pleasantville town where there's so little crime that cops can go around like telling kids to not cross vacant lots. So I don't know if he was even there for us. But in our minds, we saw the lights. We saw we heard the noise. We saw him. We freaked out and we turned around and we started sprinting, <laughs> sprinting like we were escaping prison. Because <laughs> nothing, nothing says innocent child like sprinting away from cops. <laughs> so this cop, this cop just saw two sixth graders with blizzards in their hands just turn around and just jam sports like shoo, running. And you know the sound of a backpack on a child oh my running. At least you didn't have a rolly backpack. Oh, oh my god. god. We I would have had to sacrifice it. I you, have to, you would have a record now. I'll if you come did. back for you. <laughs> did but, you have a did you have a positive or a negative view of kids with rolly backpacks? See, um it got uh, it, it it was a uh, resoundingly negative. Yeah, for some, for some for some reason, people made made fun. Of, I, I didn't make fun of them, but I always thought I'm always internally. I, you did internally. I didn't. I didn't uh, like make fun of them um, outwardly. In my head, I would always think because I'm a kid who doesn't. I don't like to have anything extra. I don't like to carry stuff in my pockets. I don't like to when we go to like Disneyland or anything like you know. You always have to carry like a backpack with water. Like I don't. I, that stuff bothers me. So rolly backpack seems like so much baggage. So that, that was always my thought. Like, man, you're going up the stairs, you're clunk, 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 clunk. You're going down the stairs, you're going clunk, 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 clunk. You're running to the bus, you're like, clunk, 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 clunk. Like, it just seemed like so much baggage. What did do you, they, was do it? Do kids what, still have rolly backpacks Not, today? no. I don't have any kids. I don't see any kids that have rolly really? backpacks. What there about was, you guys? Were there, you guys? Was definitely, there was definitely someone uh, at UCI a few years ago that had a rolly backpack. And a I professor? No, it was, it was a student. Um, I could not stand the student. Like, I, uh, I, I don't, I'm not going to say more, but I just <laughs> could not stand the student and they had a rolly backpack. And I'm like, that makes a lot of fucking sense that you would have a rolly backpack with the type of person you are. Yeah, I, I see it. Of course. I mean, like the first year that they were a thing, I think was maybe fourth or fifth grade. Yeah. It was and so school. that year I, I know I had one and, oh, it, really? and that year it was cool because it was new it was yeah. a novelty uh-huh. but i remember in middle school when kids had rolly backpacks getting it was so annoying because you're having you're in like passing period yeah. and you're tripping over and some someone's got backpack. a damn suitcase yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're like you know you think you can walk a certain pace and then you see their backpack you gotta slow down it's a i mean it's a good weapon like if you're back into a corner and uh, just grab the end of the rolly backpack and start swinging <laughs> Whoever you hit, you're going to catch these rollerblade wheels right in the right in the temple. So you didn't have a rolly backpack, Ballester. You're running away with your standard backpack. We're, we're sprinting opposite way of the cop. So now there's a vacant lot. On one end is that cop who just pulled up. His lights are flashing. Uh, and um, we're running the opposite way in the middle of the field. And on the other side of the fence that we're running toward is a Burger King and the gas station and the Dairy Queen. So we're sprinting back and we, we run under this fence and I don't even, right now, I don't, 
care about anything. I just care about not getting in trouble. That was like mm-hmm. the one. It was like top of my list. I think that still is at the top of my list, which I hate because like if I ever get like someone will flip me off in traffic, like I feel so like shitty. Like, mm-hmm. cause, like when someone when I feel like I'm in trouble or I did something wrong or I made a mistake, I hate that shit. But so I'm just freaking out, freaking out. We just bought these blizzards. At this point, I don't know what happens because at this point, the story becomes just me. I don't know where he went, my friend. <laughs> he went in a different direction. He ditched you? He, he was, he, 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 we separated. I don't know what happened. I really think he, he might've just kept walking a different direction. I don't know, but I, I, I sprinted. <laughs> he was like, bro, we're fine. <laughs> he might've been, he might've been, bro, we're fine. The, the he memory. The, he was the snitch to the cop. He's like, <laughs> he's like the, the informant. Yeah. He's like park right here at four 30. We got the sixth grader. <laughs> You meet your quota. You're like that's why you have a beard in sixth grade. <laughs> but uh, but I so I, I sprint out and I'm just freaking out, freaking out. I run into the Burger King, um, and I throw my blizzard in the trash, like a full blizzard in the trash. Ugh. Um, I just didn't want to. I don't know. I I was so afraid. And then, and then I don't know if I hung around in the Burger King or if I ran back toward the Dairy Queen or if I just kind of walked around the sidewalk, or if I went the other way. I don't remember. But I just remember. Like walking through that vacant lot a few times and then like it's sixth grade. So you get a little bit of freedom. And then it was like the first time going, we'd, I'd stop at like the grocery store on the way home by myself, like mm-hmm. to buy candy. And it was like the first time like doing that by myself. And it felt like crazy, like, you know, independence. So, so in that moment, it was just sheer panic. It was, it was too much. <laughs> it was too much for my, for my 11 year old brain. I didn't know what the repercussions were. I don't know if that cop was there for me. I don't know what the fuck. I, I felt so in trouble already. I was like, I don't deserve a blizzard at the, <laughs> the trash. And then I don't know uh, what happened after that. I, I didn't get in trouble. The, uh, the cop, uh, you know, he didn't, talk to me he, he went, didn't come busting into that burger king saying i'm looking for a child I'm with looking, a blizzard i'm looking for a child with a blizzard who's crossing a vacant lot that's the number one <laughs> thing on my list right now uh, no man that's that's but uh it's a moment of panic because i remember that the sheer panic is there's no reasoning there's just the the feeling is just danger like burr, 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 like if you could feel the the color red uh-huh. going off like it's just that and then it's embarrassing kind of because i i look back and i'm like i don't know if there was anything to freak out about. Right. I don't know if, I don't know if that cop was there for us. I don't know if he had pulled someone over who we couldn't see. I don't know if he would have been like, guys, you're, you're not allowed to do this. Like, you know, we're going to close. This. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So looking back on my childhood, a lot of things that I went through, I think I was made to think were more serious than they were or they had to be. So this one, I think I look back and it, I think it may have also been one of those <laughs> where it's just like, hi, yeah, sorry, we just got blizzards and we're yeah, okay, we won't walk by here anymore. Or, but to me, it was helicopters, a cop. It went dark. They were like searching for me. They were gonna bring me home. Be like, this guy's crossing the, the vacant lot. Everything. I don't know. I mean, you could have maybe that cop. It was a dirty cop. Maybe he was back there doing some illegal shit. And if you had dirty cop. Third cap. <laughs> and if you had walked by, you would have witnessed some he shit. He would have seen me selling. And he would then, have seen. I would have seen him selling giant pixie sticks to the to the high schoolers. So. <laughs> <laughs> and he would have had to murder me for for busting his. I don't know. You operation. never know. Maybe he's good. Yeah, but <laughs> if I were to go back in this story, <laughs> I would want to embody the Burger King employee <laughs> <laughs> because. <laughs> Because how funny 
<laughs> was this where there was this Burger King employee and and this was around Vista, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I know what Burger King you're talking about. Yeah. And the people that work at that Burger King are like high school kids. So like they don't <laughs> care. So I would love to see the reaction or experience that reaction of this high school kid working a shift at Burger King. All of a sudden, and Burger King's always empty, so there's no one in Burger King. All of a sudden, door flies open. This little 11-year-old runs in panicked, has a full blizzard from Dairy Queen, fucking chucks it in the the trash can, and then leaves. Like It's not like you were like, well, I don't deserve the blizzard, but I can get some onion rings, I guess. You you implicated Burger King in this made-up felony that you committed for no reason. That's so funny that, like... I just saw a sixth grader come in here and get rid of the blizzard like it was evidence. If like, this was a Law and Order episode, they'd have that <laughs> that seventeen year old out back smoking, smoking a cigarette. A like, hey man, what do you want me to tell you? He ran in. He, he threw a blizzard in the trash. He's a weird looking kid. I don't know. He looked, he looked panic. I don't know. <laughs> he was blabbering about some vacant law. I have no idea, man. I yeah. also laugh at the the fact that you thought the blizzard was contraband. Like, <laughs> dude, like. Like, it's not like you were carrying anything illegal or anything. It's not like you stole the blizzard. And even if you did, I don't think Dairy Queen's going to call the police to track down a stolen blizzard. But in your 11-year-old mind, and I I mean, I get why. Like, 11-year-olds don't really make sense in a lot of things. Like, (laughs) you're like, this is the reason that they're coming for me. Yeah. And if you had taken five seconds to think about it, you'd be like, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) But you still got rid of it. I'm holding ice cream. No, this is, I'm fine. No, yeah, I, I, I felt like I had to strip everything, everything. Like, get rid of anything that could hold me down. I'm on the run now, man. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't ditch the backpack. I threw my I threw my middle school ID into the bushes. <laughs> I'm a man on the run now. I need a new identity. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if somewhere there's a dude living under an assumed identity who's like, yeah, it all happened when I was 11. I crossed a lot I shouldn't have crossed. <laughs> I've never seen my family again. But that's hilarious. Yeah, that you're right. That would be one of the funniest point of views to just go see the Burger King employee, like, you know, like restocking the straws and be right. like, how much time do I have left on my ship? Shift? When can I go home and smoke weed? <laughs> when can I go home and smoke and just like, clank, clank, and then just like, <laughs> what was that? That was you know the shortest man I've ever seen. <laughs> it would have been it would have been even funnier if you ran in, you chucked your blazer, but before you left, you, gear, you grabbed one of the Burger King crowns, <laughs> put it on your head, <laughs> then ran out. Yeah, so remember me. <laughs> you wonder you know, if that guy still thinks like, what happened that day? <laughs> what is that chubby kid, Filipino? Kid? <laughs> you go back in Burger King, like it's like you got out of prison, and it's the first time you've been in Burger King, and like. Man, a lot's changed since I've been on the inside. <laughs> you all got a Coke freestyle machine now? Oh, Man, God. those are the days. Well, you still love Burger King, so it must not have been too traumatizing. Oh, it's a taste of my childhood. I, I will never not love it. He'll stand behind that restaurant till, <laughs> till I die. That being said, don't fuck it up, Burger King. Yeah, Burger King. Okay, so that is my... I got again embarrassing slash panic slash what the fuck was going on. All right, Amanda. So, this is a story all about how my <laughs> not necessarily like a panic story, more just an embarrassing story. Yeah. 
uh, that I'm sure you and Tyler have both heard because it's one of the stories I tell frequently <laughs> to people who know me. Um, this is back in the Chuck E. Cheese days, the Charles mm. Entertainment Cheese days. Yes. Um, as we've said before, they have a salad bar there. Don't eat at it. I highly recommend you do not eat at the salad bar. Side note, as someone who formerly uh, was part of the Charles Entertainment Enterprise, um, <laughs> how did you feel when Chuck E. Cheese went from this big hulking mouse to the tiny mouse? Like, uh, did you approve of that character design change? I mean, I I, I, I wasn't mad at it. You know, every, was, every organization yeah. needs a rebrand. The, yeah, old, the, every now and then. the old one is way better. Yeah, people revolted. I remember. They were yeah, upset. The I, new one, it I, didn't bother me. Oh, uh, yeah. I just, I want that chubby furry. Charles Entertainment. <laughs> I want the one that haunts your dreams. You know those pictures? The Five Nights at Freddy looking at. <laughs> um, so there was one night I was working there. It was a Friday night, like 7 o'clock. So you can probably imagine chaos, yep. insanity. Happiness. People screaming everywhere. I'm working the salad bar. It was... Basically, if you worked the cash register, you also worked the salad bar and the prize wall, which Damn. is kind of a lot. Three and one. Right? Um, In the 80s, that was a four-person job. Yeah. So that was my role. And so I've got people trying to order food. I've got people screaming that out of carrots or whatever. And I've got children screaming that they want, you know, a 2,000-ticket item and they've got two tickets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing that when you worked the salad bar that had to be done every night was you had to flip the salad bar. And so what that means is you have the pots of food, you know, lettuce, carrots, all that jazz, and you basically dump it into a new pot. So the stuff that was on the bottom is now on the top. And the point of that was so that you never had anything like sitting on the bottom getting super gross. Mm-hmm. It kind of like kept it circulating, try to keep it fresh. Because if there's one thing Chuck E. Cheese is known for, it's fresh ingredients. Well, we also had to do this with the salad dressings, which I thought was insane because the only salad dressing that ever got empty was the ranch. Mm. So, you know, you've got like French salad dressing. That's like the same pot of dressing that I'm flipping back and forth for like two months straight. Two months? They don't eat the salad bar, people. <laughs> it's gross. So I have, to, I have to go write a strongly worded <laughs> So I'm trying to flip the salad bar while everyone's screaming around me, but it has to get done and has to get done at a certain time. So it's like, got to do what you got to do. And so I'm doing the dressings and specifically I'm doing what is by far the stinkiest of all dressings, Thousand Island. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a thousand islands. They all smell kind of bad. (laughs) Uh, so I'm picking up the pot of Thousand Island dressing. And of course, because people are pigs, there's dressing dripped all around the side of the pot, the outside, right? That's me. Sorry. <laughs> so I pick it up and the pot slides through my fingers and lands on the floor and splashes Ugh. everywhere. Ugh. So... You're- you're Kevin from that episode of The Office. Yes, I am Kevin with the chili, only it gets worse. So it splashes everywhere. Like I said, it's chaos. There's people shouting. There's lights flashing. There's Chuck E. Cheese music. It's 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 a nightmare. It's a, a waking nightmare. 
So I'm like, okay, okay, all right, this happened. So I'm going to go get the mop. I'm walking to get to mop the mop. I'm walking back, and I step in the dressing, and I fall face first <gasps> in the dressing. Oh my god! On the ground. Your whole front. My whole front is covered. You in slipped the, and slided in the Thousand Island dressing. Dinkiest Thousand Island dressing in front of. In front of entitled little assholes and their parents who are screaming. How much of a run-up did you do? Because they want, <laughs> because they want their Tootsie Roll fries. I was covered. Yeah. Not only was I covered, I'm 85% sure I dislocated my hip because I couldn't walk for a day. As, as someone who has had. You, yes. <laughs> I, I injured it in some way, though. I, I fell hard. Yeah. So I stand up, I'm covered in stinky Thousand Island dressing, and they would not let me go home. They made me finish that shift. I, can't, I, I work till one in the morning. I can't believe, and like what time would you say this happened? Like seven, seven thirty. Oh my God. So you, you just smell like Thousand Island for I six hours? I smell like Thousand Island, and also like, that's- Your hip is injured? Like I'm, I just go to the bathroom. I'm trying to like wash off Thousand Island, but obviously, like I clearly have gross stuff all over me for the yeah. rest of the day. They didn't give you like an apron or something. No, they didn't give me anything. <laughs> a free they, T-shirt. They didn't put you in the Chucky costume. <laughs> That'd be the perfect solution. Just get in the. Get well, in the I could barely walk, let alone in a giant costume. Yeah, you can't have kids punching you in, in the stomach. <laughs> I mean, it, it had to be embarrassing taking the spill in front of the CEO of Chuck E. Cheese, the man himself. <laughs> the man himself, Charles Entertainment. So it was just so embarrassing because it's like, here I am working, you know, a shitty job, getting paid, you know, minimum wage. Yep. People are screaming. I make a fool of myself, but also in a way that's painful. Yeah. Like I'm hurt. I'm physically yeah. hurt. Your body and your spirit. And I have to keep on helping people like nothing happened. Oh, and there are people who saw that whole thing and then were like, um, can I please order a pizza? No. Yes. Hey, uh, I saw your spill. Anyways, thanks for getting back up. So embarrassing. Can I get a large pep? <laughs> you should have been like, would you like a side of Thousand Island dressing with that? And then just wiped it off yourself and put it in a little I cup. I still can't. I still, <laughs> Tyler, just thinking about the smell. Ugh, it... It's so smelly, you guys. Oh. So it's how so you, smelly. How, how do you go to In-N-Out now? Because that their secret sauce is basically Thousand Island dressing. Does that traumatize you? No. Well, it doesn't because it it's... I guess I just think of it in a different light. And also, it's kind of thinner. The Thousand Island dressing at uh, Chuck E. Cheese was kind of like a thicker... Mm. Thicker uh, consistency. That might have just been because it hadn't been cycled out in two months. Well, yeah, that's probably why. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess I never thought about that. The, the, the secret sauce at In-N-Out does not bother me, but I don't think I could have Thousand Island dressing on a salad. Oh, God. I don't day. think I can after this story. It's. That's horrible. I can't believe they let you go or they never, wouldn't let you go. I've never no. actually met anyone who puts Thousand Island in a salad. I've only seen it on things. Like fries, yeah. burgers, pizza. Yeah, same. I've never seen someone like see a a plethora of dressings and be like, "That's the one I'm going to put in my salad." Well, that I chuck and cheese. One. Like I said, we had red French dressing. It literally looked like ketchup. I don't know if I ever saw anyone eat it. 
I don't know why they had it. Eesh. The only thing anyone ever ate was the ranch. You're telling me people went to the fine dining establishment of Chuck E. Cheese and didn't get the French dressing? <laughs> Pardon me. Would you happen to have? What's your best vintage? <laughs> <laughs> well, that there was. I don't know if I've told this on here already, but you know, at Chuck E. Cheese they sell beer, weed, oh, but they also sell wine. If you don't know, and they have sh- they sell they have Chablis and Rosé. And I always thought it was just, I don't know, funny or sad or a combination of the two, like the single parent who brings their kid to Chuck E. Cheese and then gets a pitcher of beer for themselves. Like it it is a combination of the two. It it was a thing. Like it's one, (laughs) you know, it's one thing if there's a kid's birthday party and you're hanging out with the adults, but when you're like the single dad, it's your visitation day and it's just sad. But there was one time. Uh, someone came up and they were asking about what kind of wine we had. And I, I think I was relatively new to the job. So you know, I, I, I was taking it seriously. I was trying to be, you know, good customer service. And I was like, well, our white is a Chablis mm-hmm. and our red is a rosé. And the lady goes, rosé is not red wine. And then I look at her I'm like, well, I'm 17, ma'am. Yeah. And <laughs> I wouldn't know the Chuck- difference. <laughs> and you are in Chuck E. Cheese. cheese. Like, this comes out of a bag, ma'am. So calm down. <laughs> the only question that adults should be asking regarding the alcohol choices at Chuck E. Cheese is, which one is going to get me shit-faced the fastest? Like, yes. That's the only question that matters. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Can you ask your manager, please? They'll know. <laughs> I will give Chuck E. Cheese credit. Um, I... I have two young nephews, and so I've been to Chuck E. Cheese over the past few years, and I've never seen this at any other, like, game carnival area, but at Chuck E. Cheese now, you can get a game card, and instead of putting, like, um, $20 on it or whatever, you can pay for time, and you can pay for, like, an hour, and then you just play all Whoa. the game for an hour, and I'm, what? Like, Holy, I'm like, that is brilliant. This Why is uh, this is post my employment. This is that, sounds, that sounds really fun. Yeah, right. I, yeah, because I don't, to, I don't, I don't have to worry about the money. I just, I just know. Yeah, that, that. Yeah, I wonder if Dave and Buster's is getting into that because I'd be more down for that. That's the way to go because if, for those of you who don't know, you can you can buy the prices at Chuck E. Cheese if you Holy don't have shit, enough what? tickets. Excuse yeah, me. you can buy them. Excuse me. And uh, so, a token. I've been working so hard. One token, twenty five cents. 90% of the games are one token. Some are two. The value of a ticket is a penny. So if you see something that costs 10 tickets, you can buy it for 10 cents. So when you do the math about how ripped off you're getting, yeah. it's insane. It's all about the fun. Though. But also, something that's 200 tickets, motherfucker, just get $2. Oh. Yeah, that's two dollars. Just pull out two dollars and make your kids stop screaming at the poor sixteen-year-old making minimum wage. No one wants to hear that. Yeah. See, I'm thinking, I'm thinking in the opposite direction. I'm just gonna go stand at the counter, and then wait for little kids to bring their tickets, and then just buy the prize that they want so they can't get it. <laughs> Mom, I've been playing for four hours, and I want this teddy bear. Yeah, here's twenty. Give me that bear. <laughs> Suck it, kid. That bear. Let me decapitate this bear real quick. <laughs> yeah, that we would have. Um, there's like a storage area in the back where they had all the like extra prizes kept. Oh my god. And there would be sometimes where it was like, okay, this person wants a slinky, and they want it in red, 
And so the mother was like, yes, we want it in red. And you'd have to like go in the back in the storage room and like dig through. And it was like multi-layered and there was not a, um, a lot, like there was a tiny step ladder, but not a ladder that was tall enough. So you ended up just like climbing on these shelves looking for things. God so damn. dangerous. Jeez. And something's telling me that they were not organized very well. No, they were not organized very well. And, and, but one thing that was kind of cool is the, you would get the prizes on a cycle. Mm. Right. And so like they would phase out a prize and if there was still a bunch left of that prize, they would just let you take it. What? So if you had like, you know, younger siblings or something, it was pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. I want, do, I want, I don't know if Chuck E. Cheese has prizes like this, but I wonder like, cause a lot of those places have like big prizes. Like they'll have like a PlayStation five. I'm like, are, are you going to just let me have this PlayStation five? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they didn't have anything like that, but they did have like big super soakers and things like that. But I I don't know that there was any prize that had, excuse me, like a monetary value over a hundred dollars. I don't think. Can you imagine spending a hundred dollars on a prize at Chuck E. Cheese? No. Well, especially (laughs) when you can go to Amazon and probably get it for less. Like seriously. Yeah. That's what we've been saying. Amazon is ruining small businesses like Chuck E. Cheese. Like like Charles entertainment cheese. God damn it. (laughs) He's going to fight Jeff Bezos. (laughs) So yeah, that's my embarrassing story that um, is very embarrassing, but I talk about it frequently, so I guess I must not be that embarrassed by it. So that's a good one. The message, don't eat at salad bars, just buy your kid the prize. Yeah. That's the takeaway. Yep. <laughs> Come on, parents. Come on, parents. All right, Tyler. What is your again again? So um, I was thinking of one. And then, Ballester, you talked about getting chased by the police. Um, and I was like, that reminds me of a different one, actually. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, the police weren't involved, but it, it involved walking home from school, which is what reminded me of it. To be fair, the police may not have been involved in my story either. <laughs> you, you made them central characters in your story. <laughs> in my mind, they were. They might have been pulling over to, to throw away a cup or something. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) My elementary school was close enough where I could walk to and from school. And at some point, similar to what you were saying, Bellister, I would ride my bike. But for the longest time, I would walk to and from school. And at one point, uh, down the road from us, there was this kid that I started hanging out with. um, And he... He was not a great influence. Uh, he was like just kind of like a little shithead kid. Um, I don't know. I don't know how we even like met because um, he was older than me. But <laughs> like we were walking home from school one day, and by my house or by my parents' house, there's um, there's a horse trail that kind of leads out uh, behind a bunch of the houses. And that's basically what you walk to get home from the elementary school to my to my parents' house. And so um, we were walking home one day and we were just picking up rocks and just kind of like chucking them. There was like also this uh, like fence on the horse trail that led in, uh, over into like some bushes and stuff. And then so we were just like chucking stuff over the fence and just being kids. We were chucking stuff into the into the road as well. Like we would just like throw rocks into the road. Um, another thing we would like to do, there's a bunch of like pine trees by, by this kind of stretch of road. 
and they would drop pine cones. And so we would like to like toss the pine cones into <laughs> the street as cars we, were coming to watch we them. We did like, the same yeah, shit. Just to watch them run over because we're like, ooh, cool, it exploded. Oh, I got to interrupt real quick. My yeah. dad told me that they used to do that, only they would throw, uh, like, they would stuff their clothes with, like, pillowcases and stuff and make it look like a body and throw it in the road. And throw it in the road. Jesus. That's... That's fucking. <laughs> that is, that's a different league than me and Tyler. <laughs> yeah, I, I've <laughs> I've never pretended that I killed someone. Um, thought about it, or, tr- it. Or, or try to make someone else believe that they killed someone. <laughs> you hit my dad. <laughs> wasn't that wasn't that one of the main like plot points in Superbad where like he. Well, no, it's not a. He gets hit by a car and pretends he's like in a lot of pain to get the guy to buy him alcohol. Yeah. Um, so one day we're walking home, uh, me and little shithead kid, shithead kid, and I don't know why, but we're just like, let's throw rocks at cars. Like that'll be fun. Oh my god, oh my that's yeah. such a middle school kid thing to do. No, this, well, and this is elementary school. Elementary and, school. Oh no, I had to be in like fourth or fifth grade, maybe. Um, so. Cars would come by, and we're not trying to hit the cars. We're just kind of, we're like, let's throw it near him and see if it freaks him out. I don't know why. But <laughs> right. See if we can freak out drivers. Like, I, I, wasn't psych- I wasn't psychotic enough to try and hit the cars, um, but I wasn't smart enough to just not do it. I was in yeah. that nice middle ground where I'm causing problems, but there's no benefit for me. I'm uh, just doing it to be an asshole. To be a kid. So, so we're, so we're, a couple cars go by like I, I think we throw it like behind them or whatever and like they don't even pay attention they just keep driving and then one car comes up and we throw it and again the it wasn't close to the car like it was the car was in no danger but um the driver he pulls past us and then he like slams on his brakes I'm like oh, oh no shit. yeah he gets out of the car <sighs> and he reminded me of Vernon Dursley uh, from the oh my Potter god! <laughs> like just this big hulking guy who looks like he's gonna beat the hell out of us, um, and he starts yelling at us. He'd be like, "Why? Why the hell are you throwing rocks?" It was cars? at this point that he realized he fucked <laughs> he up. Fucked up. <laughs> yeah. um, he's like, "I should follow you all home." Oh my god! <laughs> That's not cool. Too far, dude. Too, too far. Too far. We're kids. Too far. And we're and like we're like backed up against this fence, oh uh, <laughs> like we're just terrified. We're like, I'm so sorry. Like, and again, we didn't hit his car. We no. Like, and I get it. Like, if if you see two kids and you see them throwing shit, I get you're gonna be upset. But unless you hear it ding off your car, you should just be like, okay, those kids are assholes, and just keep driving. Yeah. Right. Um. So I'm terrified, and then he eventually drives away and does not follow me home. God damn. But then we have to like walk home and I'm like, I'm just like so terrified. Yeah. At that age, you don't know. Like, you know, like at at a certain age, you can kind of like tell yourself like, oh, that was an argument or whatever. And, Uh you know, you just kind of say the shit. But when you're in fourth, fifth grade, you think he's he's going to find you. Like, yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it was it was wild times and like around the end of my elementary school time. Oh my god! Did you do it again after that? No, so I guess it worked. Was your friend <laughs> was your friend as scared as you were? No, because he was a punk and he was dumb. And he, <laughs> he was probably like, "Whatever, you stupid old man." Um, but yeah, I, I don't. 
I stopped hanging with him at some point. And I don't even remember why. Um, probably because I realized I'm like, this kid sucks. Like, I don't want to <laughs> hang out with him anymore. Um, but that was, I, I remember being visibly panicked. Yeah. And, and right. just like feeling like my heart started racing. You feel kind of like the blood rush out of your your yes. body and you just yes. get cold. Yes. And you're like, oh shit. Um, so totally, I, man. I stopped, you know, attempting to throw things at cars. Um, <laughs> I still threw pine cones on the ground because I'm like, I'm like, well, if you hit that, that's your that's, fault because you're fault. driving into it. Um, but that that's was not going to do any damage. No, I, it would be fun. <laughs> it would be funny if like the pine cone got stuck up into the tire and then it was like, <laughs> and then crashed. like, oh shit, I caused that. Because <laughs> um, this road that we're walking on, um, it's a huge, just like straight stretch of road for several hundred feet. And growing up. Uh, it was not uncommon to hear people like drag racing on that road because uh, yeah. it was it was just a straight shot down down the street, and at one point they put stop signs up, which I'm like, that's, <laughs> that's not, not gonna, gonna do anything. Um, if anything, it's just gonna make people who were cross traffic are gonna stop and not get hit. So I guess that's good. Um, but there was one time I remember someone was drag racing and they, um they went into one of the back walls on one of our, my neighbor's houses, oh, like into their shit. backyard. And our, oh. our backyards are all like stone, uh, like brick walls. And that's just like the back wall of your fence. And there was a car that just went and they were drag racing and they went through, it was Holy like three houses shit. down from us and they went through it into their backyard. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Yeah, wild times down in Oceanside, California. <laughs> Man, I I would go back to that with you, um, and I would just be like a du- a man like walking down my dog down the street, and then when that dude yelled at you I guys, I'd see you get the shit scared out of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd look at that, but I'd probably bark back at the dude. I'd be yeah. like, "Man, shut the fuck up!" Hey, Vernon Dursley, get back in that car. <laughs> see, I would have wanted to be that the guy like in the car. Because I just got from that small interaction, I'm like, I'm like, this is more than just this. Like you, yes. you've got some stuff going on in your life. So I would have wanted to be a fly on on the wall in his car to see like after that interaction, like him go home, see how he retold that event to his family, because <laughs> um, he's probably like these little punk ass kids, like almost destroyed our car, and it's like, yeah. it, and again, it wasn't like we were chucking like huge bricks; they were like little pebbles. Yeah. So even if it hit. His car, the worst damage it would have done would have been a tiny, like mini, like minor dent if it hit the body or a tiny crack in a window. It wasn't going to do any substantial damage to the car. But this guy, the way he yelled at us made it seem like we almost threw a bomb at his car. Yeah, man, that's <laughs> that's scary that you guys, you know, cross paths with someone like that at like nine years old that's... i mean maybe he was just trying to eat his blizzard while he was driving <laughs> and he had to slam on the brakes it went flying i mean he was waiting for that blizzard all day he's been waiting for that blizzard all goddamn day week. it could have <laughs> he fell been at chuggy cheese <laughs> <laughs> it, it could have been the the cop that uh tried to pull you over though <laughs> after he got off work he's like he's like i needed to catch those kids and he's like my coat is all them. upset and then he's like, and now these kids are throwing rocks. <laughs> he's like, I lost him. I can't believe it. And then he's like, I need to think. I need to think smarter, not harder. I'm gonna go to 
to Dairy Queen, get a blizzard, try to get into the mind of these kids. He's like, the youth in North San Diego County is going rampant. Driving home, he's like, God damn it, is that them? These children. Uh, That's hilarious. Yeah, I would, I would, I would enjoy reliving that, knowing that like nothing bad happens. Um, yeah, yeah, and. Yeah, I I think I'm pretty sure I mentioned it to my parents and they're like, well, don't throw rocks at cars. So I was like, OK, that makes sense. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that thanks for joining us again. It was fun to relive some uh, embarrassing stories. Definitely. We've all got them. Uh, thanks for joining us. Tr- trying to keep this one short this week, but we're glad that you made time to tune in and hang out with us. I'm Amanda. I'm Bill. And we hope that whatever, wherever you are and whatever you're doing, you're doing well. Bye. Bye. <laughs>